Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Thursday, May 20th, 2021. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Hey, you don't like pain? You got a lot of dental work that needs to be done? I got the answer. Sedation Dentistry. Give Dr. Mike O'Neill a call. 317-849-2933. Punch subscribe. Hit like. Ring the bell. Let's talk about sports on what is going to be a beautiful Thursday in central Indiana. A fast Thursday in central Indiana. The Indianapolis Colts back to work yesterday. We had a Zoom call with a variety of Colts, one with Paris Campbell. What did we find out? He's fully healthy, fully cleared, out playing, running, catching, having a great time. That's good news for the Colts. Paris Campbell, very dynamic and an essential piece to that offense if it's going to fully flower this upcoming season. Paris Campbell's a guy who's only been able to play nine of 33 possible games, including the playoff game last year. And when he's on the field, you got a chance to break one. When he gets the ball in space, two things happen. Number one, he can run away from people. Number two, he can run into people. When he runs into people, the result generally not terribly good. What he's got to do is he's got to attend the Marvin Harrison camp for wide receivers who need to avoid contact. Marvin Harrison throughout his career, and this is true with Reggie Wayne too, they knew when to hold him, they knew when to fold him. You got to know when to burrow. Paris Campbell, for his build, seeks out way too much contact. You've got to get down, you've got to burrow, Paris, burrow. Let's go. If he's healthy, he's an additional tool for Carson Wentz and Frank Reich's offense. Braden Smith spoke to us, and Braden Smith... In fact, all of the guys on the offensive line, I find absolutely hilarious. They have no need to talk to anybody. They are not interested in what they themselves have to say about things. They are all business. Uh, Braden Smith was asked about how his teammates, uh, how it made him feel when his teammates backed his Pro Bowl bid. And it is kind of like, hey. You know, I I guess it felt good. I don't know. These guys do not think in those terms. When Quentin Nelson was asked about his legacy as perhaps one of the best left left guards in football, 
and maybe in football history, like he, he had no place to put that in his head. All these guys want to do is go out and ball and win. That is it. Braden Smith said, you know, about moving potentially to left tackle. He's like, hey, you know, I, I guess it occurred to me, and I'd have to figure out how to play that position if that's what the team needed. There is no selfishness. There is no agenda. There is only football. Hit people, move people, create holes, create a pocket for the passer, and let's go. That's it with these guys. I absolutely love listening to them talk for the brief time that they do because there, there's nothing to it. There's no like high-minded, pious you know, meanderings verbally uh, about what they should do or what they might do. It's just, yeah, like hit guy, knock guy down, do it again. That's all we do. Love those guys. Uh, here are five questions about the Indianapolis Colts and the upcoming season that need to be answered. Uh, number five, can the D generate enough pressure to compensate for the cornerbacks? This is absolutely critical for the Colts, and it should probably be higher uh, in, in this top five. It, it, that's what's going to determine whether this defense wins the battle or not, and the defense is going to have to win the battle for this team to get to the playoffs and move through the playoffs. They've got to create pressure, because if they don't create pressure, then they've got cornerbacks who can get burned. If they create pressure, that causes quarterbacks to speed up their clock, make a potentially bad throw, at least get rid of the ball early enough that the cornerbacks cannot be burned too badly. you got to get pressure. Quiddy Pay is really, really important. Taekwon Lewis, really important. Kamoko Ture, really important. Ben Banigou, really important? We'll see. This is nut-cutting time for Ben Banigou. Either he's got to figure out how to play it or he's not. Number four, can Marlon Mack help the running game become dominant? If you got a two-headed monster back there, if you got Marlon Mack and Jonathan Taylor, you got something. Because those guys are going to, if they remain healthy, they are going to remain strong throughout the season. If you got two guys who are getting 160 carries each rather than one guy getting 300 carries, you got something in that backfield. You add Naheem Hines to that mix and perhaps Jordan Wilkins, and you've really got something. Uh, that running, that offensive line opens up holes. Those running backs figure out a way to exploit them. That could be a uh, that could be some old-time football for the Indianapolis Colts and successful football offensively. Number three, can Kenny Moore slide outside? You know, we talk about Rocky Seen like it's a fait accompli that he's going to play poorly as a quarterback this year. Number one, maybe he won't play poorly. Number two, why can't Kenny Moore slide outside and play some uh, outside cornerback instead of being just a slot guy? He's a great slot guy. It's kind of like Quentin Nelson, right, talking about him as a left guard. Can he move out to left tackle, right? He's the best left guard in the game. Kenny Moore is as good a slot corner as is playing in the NFL right now, right? Can he move outside and become that starting level cornerback and replace Rocky Seen if Yassine doesn't take that step up that a lot of people hope he's able to this year? That's an interesting question and, and one that the Colts are going to pursue. They're going to look at Kenny Moore as an outside cornerback. Number two, will Frank Reich's Rivers Magic work with Wentz. Last year, what Frank Reich did with Philip Rivers coming off the year he had in 2019, his final year with the Chargers, 
he went from being a guy who got sacked a lot to being a guy who didn't get sacked much at all. I think he had 34 sacks in 2019. Last year, he had 19 with the Colts. Wentz last year had 50 sacks against when he played for the Eagles. Can that number be reduced by half and, and put him at about 25? If, if the Colts can do that, and if Wentz can do that, then he all of a sudden becomes a guy who gets comfortable in the pocket, can deliver the ball with that strong arm instead of what Philip Rivers had. And let's be honest, that arm was interesting, but it was not terribly strong. Uh, the delivery, odd, and he had to throw it to a spot before guys broke because he couldn't get it there in time. We'll see. And number one, can Wentz stay healthy and keep us from finding out if Jacob Eason is a quality backup quarterback? You know, Jacob Eason is a complete unknown package, at least to us. We haven't seen him take a live snap. He didn't, there was no preseason last year, and he didn't play a snap in a game. He wasn't active for a game. Is he capable of being a backup quarterback at a level that's going to keep the Colts in games should Carson Wentz go down? One way to not have that be a relevant question or the answer be relevant is if Carson Wentz stays healthy for all 16 games. If Wentz stays healthy, that is a really, really good thing. And a lot of that is going to depend on what happens at left tackle. Is it going to be Sam Tevy? Is it going to be Eric Fisher? Who's going to be healthy? Who's going to be ready to go? How about Julian Davenport, for God's sake? Got to figure out who's going to play left tackle. Who's going to keep uh, Carson Wentz safe? Because that position, like you can line up a tight end over there. You can chip with the running back all you want. and But Quentin Nelson being next to Jacob Fisher or Eric Fisher has nothing to do whatsoever with whether a guy's going to get to Carson Wentz. That left tackle's on an island. There's no help coming from Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson's got business to take care of on his own. He ain't going to be able to help Tevy or Davenport or Fisher. If Fisher's ambulatory, but not quite as dynamic, not quite as explosive as he's always been. That's really important for this team. There are a lot of checks. That's true with every NFL team. No NFL team is perfect. We'll see what the Colts are this year. They're, they're an imperfect team who could become really, really good if a few, check, a few boxes get checked. Pacers tonight at Washington. Pacers gave up on May 3rd. So this is just three and a half weeks ago. Gave up 154 points to these same Washington Wizards. Now, the Pacers also, since then, played the Wizards into overtime and lost 133-132. What's going to happen tonight? Are they going to give up 154, or are they going to play into overtime and see what the Wizards have for them? If the game's close, the Pacers got a chance. I don't think they're going to blow them away like they did the Charlotte Hornets the other night. That was a mauling, 144-117. The Pacers, a three-point underdog tonight. We'll see what happens. Um, I don't have a good feeling about this game, but that doesn't mean nothing. What's that mean? Doesn't mean a thing. Scott Dixon yesterday was fast at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, almost 227 miles an hour. He driving for Chip Ganassi Racing, of course, uh, as they prepare for the 105th running of the Indianapolis 500. And then two Ed Carpenter-owned cars driven by Connor Daly and Ed Carpenter, and then a couple of Ganassi cars 
Uh, qualifications Saturday and Sunday for, like I said, the 105th running of the Indianapolis 500. Danica Patrick is going to drive that Corvette Stingray as the pace car uh, a week from Sunday in front of 135,000 fans all wearing masks. Are we idiots? What's the matter with us? This is the biggest damn place you've ever seen in your life. And putting 135,000 people at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway is like having 7,000 people at Wrigley Field. It makes no sense to wear masks whatsoever, but the dunderheaded city government here will not get out of its own way and will not get out of the way of retailers in central Indiana. And they continue to have this ignorant and non-science-based mask mandate that makes no sense whatsoever. Joe Hogsett, the mayor of Indianapolis, gets in front of everybody yesterday and says, hey, uh, we're going to reevaluate the masks on June 7th. Why? Well, because we'll be beyond the Indianapolis 500, high school graduations and high school proms. And, and so that'll be a good time to do it. And that's the next time that the Indianapolis City County Council is going to convene. What? So you're going to wait to uh, lift the mask mandate until it would be convenient because of events where people might enjoy not wearing masks if you've been vaccinated. Vaccinated people socially distant outside wearing masks in 85-degree heat at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway is the stupidest damn thing I've ever heard in my life. What are we doing? Uh, Cubs lost last night 4-3. to three. Jake Arrieta, Max Scherzer, former Cy Young Award winners. You know what? When that used to happen, like with Fergie Jenkins and Bob Gibson or, or Tom Seaver back in the day, you expected both guys to go nine. Last night, both guys went five. What the hell are we doing? I get it. You don't want guys to have to see a, a lineup a third time through. But damn. Baseball. Yeah, I'm getting agitated. Julie likes it when I'm agitated. Salt, salty. That's what she likes. Uh, salty Kent. Scott Campbell, happy birthday. Alan Jones. Uh, Michelle Marsh, happy birthday. Greg Barnett. Will Starrett, happy birthday. The great John Alden, uh, attorney to the stars. If you are pinched for murder, John Alden is your guy. Give him a call. Have him on speed dial. Scott Howell, the pride of South Africa, celebrating a birthday. Mike Pickett, happy birthday. Allison Krenning, happy birthday. Uh, Carolyn Tuck Young, Claire Eller, happy birthday, Troy Botkins, and Dustin DePirak, who does a great job covering Indiana basketball, Indiana football, all things Indiana. Really, really good dude celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment today inside Indiana Sports Now. Talk about the Colts, talk about the Pacers, talk about the Hoosiers. It's what we do. We'll talk to you about 3 o'clock this afternoon. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. 
offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.